and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Now join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, where your personal financial plan is the key. So Bubba, there are certain things in life that are just given. You know, some you know, comedian or, or politician one time said only definite things are death and taxes, that yeah. sort of thing. But Water's get, wet. Sky's you, usually blue. Yeah, gravity's yeah. still there, mm-hmm. whether you like the scales or not, mm-hmm. right? Well, what about aging? Yeah. I, uh-huh. I mean. You turned 40, what, two or three months ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you feel older than you did when you were 39? Not really. No, no. So it kind of creeps up on you? Yeah. You know, the other day I'm having uh, dinner with my my mother-in-law, and, you know, she's uh, up in her 80s. Yeah. She told me, you know, in her mind, she's not 80. She, she, she knows she's, she has raised her children, mm-hmm. and so she thinks she ought to be in her 40s or 50s. Right. <laughs> but, you know, she's mm-hmm. 80. Well, it creeps up on you, uh, but it's coming. It happens mm-hmm. to all of us. So, or at least you hope so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's better than the alternative. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and people tell you and me all the time that we overthink stuff, right? right. Mm-hmm. You're just overthinking it. Yeah. So, should you just take it as it comes, or should you plan for some of this? Well, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting you up, aren't yeah, I? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We should plan for some mm-hmm. of it, right? Uh, today, as our special guest, we have uh, local attorney Phil Hinton, and Phil and I are going to do an elder care seminar here in a couple of weeks. We thought it'd be good to whet everybody appetite with phil welcome phil well thank you very much for having me yeah thanks for being here it's always good to have you we've had john a couple times related to other things but uh, i want to talk about elder care today uh why your interest in it well i it really started i guess with my own family Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course i'm elderly myself (laughs) Uh, so uh, but it started with my mother and then uh really um 15 years ago maybe uh my mother-in-law Mm-hmm. Uh, reached that age where we had to make some plans for her. So I became interested, and, of course, this is a baby boom generation, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. a lot of people need to do some planning. They, they do. You know, those born uh, in the 30s, 40s, 50s, you're, you're right. I, te- I guess technically the definition of elderly is, uh, you know, <laughs> you, people say it's only in your mind, but if you're seventy something years old, you're seventy something years old. Thank you, Greg. Yes. <laughs> whether you want to talk about it or, or not, or whether you want to plan for it or not, but under this umbrella of elder care, what are we really talking about? You know, it's it's a huge area, but it's any aspect of the law that deals with people who have reached that age. Uh, and I mean, it's just so broad that it's hard to just sit down and define it. But mm. uh, there's uh, certainly you need to plan for what comes after retirement. Mm. You need to plan for, of course, uh, death. You need to plan for what could happen between retirement and death. Mm. Uh, so 
there's uh, just a lot to think about. There's what to do with the assets, what to do with your cash, what to, to do with your health care, Medicare, Medicaid, a lot of stuff in there, isn't yeah. it? You say two things, you know, planning between retirement and death, but I mean, there's a whole lot that's packed in <laughs> between there, right? At least you hope. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you right. would hope for, but mm-hmm. I'm, but you know, you've also got to plan for that time. There's always a possibility mm-hmm. you will not be able to care for yourself mm-hmm. uh, for your entire life. So mm-hmm. that has to be a, a part of it. Right. Right. And not just how to pay for it, but who's going to do it and, and where's it going to be done? And, uh, you know, what are your asset levels and can you handle it? Bubba basically says that when people are starting to talk about long-term care, they have three options. They can be extremely rich and not really think about it and just have somebody write a check. That's the best one. <laughs> That's the best one. Uh, but, you know, when you're when we're talking about that, you probably need to have some net worth that has a couple commas in it. Well, the more money you have, as you say, you insulate yourself from the issue. You can kind of put it off. But most of us, the vast majority of us, especially here in Mississippi, need to deal with it earlier in life. Mm -hmm. That's right. So whether you have the asset level to be able to just stroke a check or whether you're in that second category, Bubba, where you say you can insure and plan for it. Right. Or the third where on on paper you can be destitute and poor. And there's some options there. And and those are really some of the things we need to talk about, right? All of those people and all of those three categories need to plan. Mm-hmm. It's much more important, the second two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you're really rich, that insulates you, as I said. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And in this elder care seminar that you and I are, are going to do, we're going to try to pack a whole lot in about an hour and a half, aren't we? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, uh, five-year lookbacks, and we're going to talk about how to handle real estate, and is the nursing home going to get mama's house, and and VA benefit. There's a there, there's so much to handle. There is, and that and that five-year lookback is the is the big point that uh, drives home the need to plan in advance mm-hmm. before you need the the long-term care or some other aspects of, of aging. So let's whet the appetite of our people and tease them before we go into this break. This five-year look-back, 60-month thing, um, how does that work, and what are we really talking about? Well, what you're talking about is uh, if you want to qualify for Medicaid, which most people do because of the huge expense of, mm-hmm. of long-term care, uh, if you want to qualify, then you can only have certain assets and the big kicker is that they count assets that you have given away or sold or disposed of within the last 60 months. So uh, you, you're getting assets counted against you that you may no longer have. Yeah, if you're not aware of that window. If you don't understand how it works, that's correct. Right. Um, now, a few years ago, that was a different number. It was four, three years, four years, something like that, and they moved it out to five? When I first when I first started practicing law, I believe it was 24 months, mm-hmm. and then it went to 30 months, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, finally to five years. Yeah, we're going to talk about specifically how to, as you put it, qualify for Medicaid as we come back from this break here on the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there's some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. This is John Oliver Windsor, a local attorney without billboards or an 800 number, and I want to help you with your legal needs. You have bills piling up and can't catch up? Have you been charged with a DUI or have one in your past and need it taken off your record? Have you lost a loved one and need help sorting through their estate? I have the expertise to help you handle issues life has thrown your way. Let a professional that knows what to do and how to do it handle the work for you. Give me a call, John Oliver Windsor, attorney at Law and Corn, 662-872-0121. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgical weight loss today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners Bubba Labish and yours truly Greg Cooley We're on this portion of the show brought to you by Magnolia Regional Health Center, all of their subsidiaries and clinics, taking care of those of us in the surrounding area one patient at a time. Magnolia Matters. Thanks a lot to Magnolia and all of our other valued sponsors at the Advisors Roundtable. So, uh, Bubba, we're here today with attorney Phil Hinton. We're talking about elder care. And, uh, Phil, you know, let's uh, just... Specifically, before you get into that, though, I mean, you're, yeah. you're talking about this thing that you're going to do 
and where, where's it going to be? Yeah, we're going to do it out at the uh, Extension Center, Mississippi, uh, the Northeast Extension Center out on Harper Road. Yeah. Uh, people will probably see a number of posters up around right. a, a town, and there will also be some more commercials done as uh, public service announcements about it. And I, and I, I want to say that you know I'm sitting here, and I just turned 40, mm-hmm. and I don't want anybody out there to think that we're gearing this to anybody that's like age 65 or above, right? Oh, no. I think this is just as pertinent to anybody that's age 35 and oh. has an elderly parent well, as, yeah. as would be somebody that's 65. Because quite actually, you're yeah. probably going to be the one who have to do the work. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, right, Phil? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of times that's the way it starts is children coming in and say, we need to do some planning for mama or grandmama or whatever right. the case may be. So, mm-hmm. and, and to your point, if... if you really need to do some planning. It may not be mm-hmm. your, certainly not your final planning, but you need to do some planning mm-hmm. starting when you are young. 40, right. 40 is not too young. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, just to have a list of assets that Phil and mm-hmm. I could look over and say, ooh, we need to protect that or we need to move this or that needs to have the title changed or whatever. Well, you certainly want to be sure that your uh, if, if something happened to you unexpected, you want to be sure that your assets go to the people you want sure. to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's true for everybody. And, and you can uh, nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. Right. Uh, so some definitional things that we want to make sure that we talk about today. What's the difference between Medicaid and Medicare? Well, Medicare is a fully a federal uh, program, mm. uh, and of course, it's uh, it's mainly medical. Mm. Uh, Medicaid includes medical drugs to some extent, uh, long-term care, uh, in-home care, mm. several aspects to it. But it's it is uh, a combination of federal and state law. Okay, all right, so. Uh, who uh, who's eligible for Medicaid? Uh, well, you <laughs> for Medicaid. Yeah, it will depend on which part of the Medicaid okay. uh, uh, contribution you're looking for. All right, all right. So you're you're basically telling me this is pretty complicated. Well, it is. I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, you need to know. I mean, if how do you qualify for Medicaid uh, assistance with with medical mm-hmm. uh, or with drug uh, mm-hmm. uh, drugs that you need? Mm-hmm. That's a whole different category than what we're doing the seminar on. Okay, and so that's all elder care. That's long term care. Some of that is elder care, and and but there are people that are on their children on Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so uh, matter of fact, I, I see a lot of. Uh, uh, divorces uh, that pass through our office that the children are are, are covered completely by Medicaid. I mean Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah Medicaid. there you go. Yeah, they get run me, together. Get me don't they? Somebody yeah. should have come up with a different name. Yeah, right? yeah. help us a, out. Be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, Medicaid's basically based on income, based on your asset uh, assets. Well, in in the realm of long term mm-hmm. care, mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, in, in that realm. It's income mm-hmm. and assets, mm-hmm. and also, as I mentioned before, assets that you may have disposed of in the last five years. All right. So Bubba comes walking in. He's 40 years old. He's got a 75-year-old mom. Mom has a house and a little bit of savings and $1,500 a month coming in from Social Security. Where do you start? Uh, well, uh, we're probably in pretty good shape if mom is still in pretty good health. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, we'd like to see her a little earlier than that, uh, but 
uh, we've got to think about uh, all of the assets. What are the values of the house? What are the values of the other assets? How much cash are we talking about? Is it in a retirement account? Is it an IRA? Is it a 401k? What is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and all of those things call for possibly a different Damn. solution. Damn. It's going to depend. Really, each case is, is dependent on the fact. Is there a certain value of the home that can be exempted or if we have a spouse at home, all those kinds of things. Let's just start with the house. Uh, yeah, and that's a good that's a good question. Great question. Um, because the exemption sounds good, but it's not a real exemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you've got is you're entitled to, say, nursing home care, mm-hmm. uh, long-term care, if uh, and your house is not counted against you, uh, to prevent you from being eligible, mm-hmm. up to a value of five hundred and almost six hundred thousand okay. uh, dollars. However, uh, once you pass away, whatever Medicaid has provided to you in the way of nursing home care, in-home care, drugs, mm-hmm. they will file a lien against mm-hmm. your home, and mm-hmm. they they will ask to be paid back. All right. Well, they do that. Let's say uh, Bubba's grandmother and grandfather are living. Mm-hmm. Well, they do that after the first death, or they wait until after the second death. How, how they do that? It, it's going to be the it's going to be the second death uh, uh, because, uh, and especially if the, well, it's going to be the second death. Yeah, yeah. And so here's Bubba sitting there, and he hears you saying that, and it sounds like it's an exemption, but he's a smart boy, and he's like, nah, yeah. they're really, they're building up some kind of debit over right. here, right. or, or I, I'm building up an account that they might come back and want $200,000 for Mama's $300,000 house or whatever. And you know, it's not necessarily the nursing home per se. It, it's the lien that you know Medicaid has against that asset. Mm-hmm. Against all, yeah. against right. all against of all, against all of your assets. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. sure. Yeah, and so he's like, okay, uh, Phil, what do we do here? You know, I've, I, I probably should have brought mom in when she was 65, but, uh, you know, we thought things were going to be better. And in this case, let's say dad's passed away. Where would you start? Okay, there, there, there are things we can do. Um, and let's, we're going to have to make some choices. I guess the first thing we need to do is say, okay, how much is this house worth? Mm-hmm. What's the value of it? Uh, and uh, uh, what does mama or grandmama, whoever we're dealing with here, what, what do they want to have done with that property uh, at the end of their life mm-hmm. or possibly before? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, you can, uh, living in a home is totally different than having ownership of a home. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can consider whether need, you need to transfer a home. Uh, there are implications there. You've got to worry about your homestead exemption, uh, taxation. Uh, you got to worry about uh, the value of it because uh, if you transfer a home uh, entirely, uh, you will lose that uh, uh, stepped-up basis uh, mm-hmm. at the time of the uh, death. Mm-hmm. So there's several matters to consider, but you obviously you can convey the property away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can convey it away and retain a life estate. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also some possibilities of uh, using trust uh, to to hold the property, either set up by mom or set up by uh, children. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's work our way through two or three of those. Let's say in Bubba's uh, example here, um, mom's house is worth $100,000. Okay. All right, and there's no debt on it. All right. Everything's good. Dad's passed away. 
uh, it, at dad's death, we got it put in just mom's name. That's the way it sits right now. Okay. Um, do we, do you really start explaining to mom the implications of transferring it all into Bubba's name? Cause I've heard people on the street say the way we protected mom's house is we just put it all in the kid's name. Okay. All right. Does right. she understand all the implications associated with that? Well, and and you hope they do. You you try to explain that, uh, mm-hmm. and I always uh, try to involve everybody, everybody mm-hmm. in the process because good idea. Uh, it, it's not only do mom uh, have to understand it in this case, mm-hmm. uh, son, daughter, whoever uh, whoever the children are. Uh, have to understand it and be uh, comfortable with it, and mm-hmm. and as some, I don't know uh, is this theoretical, mm-hmm. mom, but uh, uh, is she able to understand everything I'm telling her? Mm. Uh, that's why I want to involve everybody and, and be sure that uh, we have lots of ears. Why, of course, and that's the reason for starting early. That is the reason yeah. for starting early when they are clear. Right. And, you know, we've, we've tapped at the, the subject of estate planning and wills and, and final uh, decisions here. But one of the things that we've all run into related to those is that so many times there are family issues that come along in an estate. You know, people, they, they suspect each other. They start to hate on each other. I think some of that's related to communication, don't you? I was about to say a minute ago in this theoretical example where, you know, mom gave me the house, right? Mm-hmm. My sister's not going to like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, she's going to be yeah. suspicious about mm-hmm. that. Why'd you put it all in Bubba's name? Right. And that, and that's Because an- I'm the responsible one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's another aspect yeah. of elder care. You frequently yeah. have... Uh, one child taking care of mom mm-hmm. and uh, one or two or three others that are not involved. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can end up with one child being the preferred child. Yeah, yeah. But the one or two or three that aren't doing it, they still see themselves as entitled to something, right? And according to the law, they may be. Oh, certainly, certainly they are. And, and, you know, that's just where you've got to be careful that there's no overreaching. Mm. You know, it's so easy when there's trust or a trust relationship with a with an elderly and an infirm Mm -hmm. individual. Mm -hmm. uh, It can it can go bad quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And my point was that maybe some of this could be circumvented with some good communication like you're you're encouraging getting everybody involved, Mm -hmm. getting everybody involved so they understand what's going on. Um, uh, Mom is the one that needs to, if it's her assets, uh, regardless of what we do with them between uh, that date and her death, it's still her assets. Mm -hmm. We want her to have uh, uh, her say. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, uh, but we need to get everybody involved and and follow mom's wishes. Yeah. Talk it all the way through. Talk it all the way through. Look all all the options, the whys and the whens and the whats. And yeah, uh, I, I really think that's a great suggestion. We're up against another break at the Advisors Roundtable. This portion of the show brought to you by Magnolia Regional Health Center. We'll see you on the other side of the break with attorney Phil Hinton on Super Talk 94.3. Look 
Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. Well, there must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Call the pros at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinth Alcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at CorinthHomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. Running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. Don't let mistakes get in your way. Investing missteps can undermine your ability to save as much as you'll need for your retirement and other goals. Let us help you formulate an individual plan that will ensure you get to where you want financially. Call us for a financial consultation at Cooley & Labus Financial Advisors today at 662-287-1903 or visit our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you on this portion of the show brought to you by Albright Storage Company, clean, safe, climate-controlled storage with eight locations to better serve you in Corinth and Alcorn County. So, Bubba, we're talking with Phil Hinton here uh, about elder care and a seminar that we're going to be doing uh, on the 13th, right? Uh, isn't that right? Ooh, February the 11th. 11th. I, I oh, it's see, there the, you go, right? Off I, the top I, of the I, I believe it is February yeah, the 11th. Yeah. So, you know, it's getting closer every day, right? Yep, from 5.30 p.m. until 7 p.m. Right, right. And we really hope people will come, as Bubba pointed out, despite your age. Because, you know, <laughs> you, you, you may have the issue 
or you may have a family member that has, or you just may want to know. Like, you know, the difference between Medicare and Medicaid and exemptions and the 60-month rule and all those sorts of things. A moment ago, Phil, there's uh, one particular uh, word you used, and I want to go back and make sure that we really hash it out and make sure that the people who are listening uh, fully understand it. Homestead. Homestead. Yeah, so legally, just for Bubba, age 40, what is homestead exemption for him? Okay, uh, homestead exemption for him, if he is $75,000 home. It, 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 there, there are really three aspects to homestead, uh, and the one we're talking about right there is uh, if this is your home, then you get a tax break. On the first seventy-five thousand dollars of value in the home. So if he has a house that's worth two hundred grand, yes, the the taxes will be on the top one twenty-five. One twenty-five. Okay. All right. All right. And, and and of course, it's only at the the value established by the tax assessor, so that mm. may actually be less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully, or most of the time, we hope it's less yeah. <laughs> than maybe the present market value. It, it, it traditionally yeah, is, yeah. but uh, but now, if, if I'm living in a house that's worth or assessed at fifty thousand dollars, mm-hmm. then I don't get a, a, a credit. No, you don't get any money back. You're not going to talk your wife yeah. into moving to a less house. I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty good salesman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's what homestead means for him. And that's desirable, right? I mean, most of us want it. We need it. We should sign up for it. It's a tax break. And, you know, and, and don't forget, there's another aspect to, to homestead that's important to people. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you are sued and you have a judgment against you, you can protect your home up to $75,000. Or if you're 70 and over, you can protect it up to about $125,000. Okay. All right, so that's for uh, Bubba, age 40. A 75-year-old who is thinking about doing some of this planning, talk to me about some of the nuances of what could or could not happen to Homestead with he or she. Okay. Well, you know, if if you're concerned, this is where we run into a huge problem. Mm -hmm. People come in late. Mm -hmm. They come in and they, and, and it's not just maybe I'll go to the nursing home. It's it's coming down the pike right yeah. now. Okay, well, it, it's the 60-month look-back period is not going to help us at all. Nope. So we, we, we got a problem. Uh, fortunately, as long as your uh, exempt home is going to uh, your children or your grandchildren or maybe a spouse, uh, you can that exemption will carry through, and you can avoid uh, the uh, Medicaid lien. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, oh, to it. To the limit of seventy-five thousand dollars, or one twenty-five, possibly, uh, if you're seventy and over. Right, but if we start changing the, it, it, let's say that we're far enough out to be able to have this sixty-month thing be an advantage for us. Yes. Uh, we start changing the ownership yes. of the property. Uh, if I'm Bubba's daddy and I'm 70 years old and I want to transfer it to him like a lot of people do and I want to retain a life estate, does that affect my homestead? The, you, if you have a life estate in a, in a property, you, you can still claim it as your homestead as long as you live there. Okay. All right. But if I do uh, some other kinds of planning where I don't retain a life estate, maybe I put it in a trust. Okay. There are... As long as you jump through the hoops, mm-hmm. uh, trust, if you, if you occupied as your home and you have uh, the right to do so according to the trust, uh, 
Mm -hmm. it's still homestead exempt. Okay. All right. Are there some things that you have seen some people do that messed up their homestead exemption or some some caveats or warnings you want to give to people about that? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the worst thing is uh, nursing home is imminent and you transfer the home out of their name into the, into the child or children's name. Mm -hmm. Well, the children have homesteads of their own. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... Uh, so Bubba can only have one. He can only have one. <laughs> and, and so all of a sudden, all the children have got is an extra home. Uh -huh. And it's not exempt anymore. Uh, so, so my taxes are going to go so, up. Well, the taxes are going to go up on it, but then Medicaid is going to say, well, that's... Uh, uh, you shouldn't have uh, done that. So mm -hmm. we're going to uh, we're going to the value of that is seventy five thousand dollars, and and it's about seventy five hundred dollars a month for the nursing home. So we're going to disqualify you for about ten months. Uh huh. All right. So is Medicaid watching like Big Brother? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. And, and not only that, when you apply for Medicaid, either you, the individual, or if you're not able to, your your personal representative mm -hmm. has to sign uh, documents uh, basically subject to the penalties of perjury mm -hmm. uh, as to what your assets are and what your assets have been within the last five years. Right, right. Uh, do you think people really respect that en enough when you said you know, to the extent of perjury. Well, I mean, I think they do. Uh, yeah. and But but they've got to remember uh, that land records mm -hmm. are right here available to be looked at. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, of course, there are huge numbers of public documents mm -hmm. uh, which uh, they can, the uh, Medicaid people can explore, uh, and I'm sure they do. All right, so... I'm going to assume, because I've helped a few people through this process and fill out the application and all that stuff for uh, beginning the process of Medicaid. Uh, I've actually done it myself for family members. Mm -hmm. uh, they do. Mm -hmm. the, it's the responsibility while Medicaid is pending. Right. You've uh, you submitted your application. Right. You're waiting to officially find out you're going to be on Medicaid. You get your Medicaid card. They're watching everything. I, I mean, they're looking at the court records. They're looking at what's in the courthouse. They're looking at banks. They got your social security number. They can see. They can find out about your automobiles uh, now mm -hmm. and in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, they can. You, there's so much information floating around out there mm -hmm. that they can access, uh, and and they frequently will ask you for records. Uh, they do. You probably have been through that. Right. Uh, every time uh, I, I see people. Uh, requested uh, three to six months of, uh, mm -hmm. of bank statements right. uh, but they want to see what was conveyed away I remember mm -hmm. I had to I had to write a letter one time for a large fee that had been paid to me mm -hmm. in the last uh, six months because they didn't know why this guy had given me yeah. X number of dollars right right uh, absolutely uh, and so they not only and I want people to fully understand this not only are they watching up until the point they give you Medicaid but afterward, they're going to look too. That's right, and and if at at the very least, if if they find out that you fabricated something mm -hmm. on that, it's going to be paid back. Mm -hmm. And of course, they'll automatically disqualify you. So now you've got to come out of your pocket to right pay uh, essentially almost a hundred thousand dollars a year in nursing home. <laughs> about, it's about what it costs. Yeah, that's exactly uh, exactly right. And and I I think some people are so intimidated by this that that may be one of the reasons they wait too late. 
Do you, do you see that? Is that your opinion? You know, I, I think a lot of people don't realize it's there at all. Mm-hmm. And then and then some of them don't really, they know it may be out there, but they don't think about it. You just assume, I feel good today. You know, everything is going fine. Right. And, uh, and yeah, I'm 65, but I feel great. I'm not worried about this. You just, it, you, you uh, kind of put your head in the sand. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and to your detriment? <laughs> to your detriment, you, uh, you, you're in the financial mm-hmm. uh, planning business, we and, are. and so uh, you know the quicker somebody plans for retirement and and all that comes before mm-hmm. and the family expenditures that they're going to have, the quicker they uh, start planning for that, the better off they are. And it's the same thing here. Yeah, plan ahead. Right. Let's talk about some, a couple of the resources that I think maybe the average Joe uh, don't necessarily know that Medicare or, Me- or Medicaid in this situation. There I am messing up the the, the two uh, programs. Um, what about funerals? How does how does that figure in here? Well, uh, now in, in the Medi- Medicaid, it, it, it's uh, kind of funny. You can mm-hmm. have you can have a burial plot. Okay. Uh, they they permit that uh, without disqualifying you, and you can have uh, a prepaid uh, six a funeral up to six thousand dollars. And there's several ways you can have that six thousand dollars set aside. Right. Uh, but uh, which that's kind of antiquated, you know. Probably mm-hmm. costs at least nine thousand dollars to have a funeral today. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but you can you can you can have those uh, and still qualify. All right. So let's say that. Phil is a guy representing some insurance company and maybe one of the, the local uh, funeral homes, and he sells my mom a $10,000 funeral. What they, will Medicaid say? Well, they're, they're going to say that you're $4,000 over budget. You're disqualified <coughs> on that. Uh, and so the first $4,000 of uh, nursing home expenses are going to come out of your pocket. If, if she wants to keep that thing. If, if she wants to keep it. Now, right. Now, and really, most of the time, you don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because many times you did it with an annuity or a life insurance policy. I mean, the money's gone. Yeah, the money's gone if you use it prepaid. Now, mm-hmm. you can use uh, a uh, savings account or a certificate of deposit. You can do that mm-hmm. and just earmark it. This is my funeral account. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, if that happens, then you, you've got some leeway. You've got to wait up, reach in there and get some cash out. Right. Yeah. Well, we're up against another break here at the Advisors Roundtable with attorney Phil Hen. We're going to continue talking about Medicaid and elder care planning because these are important issues for you and I to think about right here on Supertalk 94.3. at Bailey Williams Realty for all your area real estate needs. Specializing in residential sales, investment properties, commercial sales, and leasing. Our caring team is what makes Bailey Williams Realty the top real estate company in the Corinthalcorn County area. We listen to your needs and then put ourselves in your shoes, treating you how we would want to be treated every step of the way. Call Bailey Williams Realty at 662-286-2255 or visit us at corinthhomes.com. We want to make you feel at home. 
running out of storage space? Call Albright Storage at 808-STORE. That's 808-STOR for clean, safe, affordable, climate-controlled self-storage units with video surveillance for personal and business use. Albright Storage units are accessible 24-7 with multiple locations throughout Corinth. And now, thanks to our loyal customers, we have a new location at 327 Tate Street that offers RV and boat storage. Stop in today or visit us at albrightstorage.com. This is certified financial planner Bubba Labus. Are you dreaming of a bright future? At Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, we will help you formulate a solid financial plan to make your dreams a reality. We are certified financial planners that will meet with you to develop a step-by-step, individualized strategy for your finances. Call us today for a financial consultation at Cooley and Labus Financial Advisors, 662-287-1903, or visit us at our website at www.cooleylabus.com. Are you tired of the extra weight and struggling to lose it? Whether it's from bad habits or simply family history, we know how difficult it is to shed those pesky pounds. We may have the solution for you. At Magnolia Center for Surgical Weight Loss, we provide a surgical experience that provides you with both the surgery and support required to achieve your active and healthy self. If you're interested in learning more about surgical weight loss at Magnolia Regional Health Center, visit www.mrhc.org slash surgicalweightloss today. Carlton & Company is your full-service accounting firm licensed in Mississippi. We offer a broad range of services for businesses and individuals and are able to tailor those services to meet your exact needs. We're professional, experienced, and friendly. Please call us today at 662-286-8496 or stop by our office at 306 Foot Street and we'll be happy to discuss how we can assist you or your business. Carlton & Company, our strength, your numbers. Welcome to State Farm, Mr. Murphy. What do you have there? Metal detector. You mentioned you were going to comb through my auto policy to unearth some hidden savings, and I figured you could use this. I just meant I'd give you our discount double check. I'd dig through your policy and see if there are some discounts you could be taking advantage of. There must be a lot of metal in your desk. It's a metal desk. Always looking for the discounts you deserve. That's State Farm's discount double check. Get to a better state. State Farm. Call State Farm agent Penn Majors in Corinth at 287-3911 today. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners Bubba Labus and Greg Cooley here with you. On this portion of the show brought to you by Carlton and Company CPAs and accountants. They're better to serve you. Their strength is your numbers. You can trust Renee and everybody associated with Carlton and Company. So, Bubba, we're here with attorney Phil Henn. We're talking about elder care issues. Phil, there are a couple that um, I'd still like to talk a little bit about. Um, how about VA benefits? Yeah, this is um, it's something important that a lot of people do not appreciate. The, the, the Veterans Administration and the, and the veterans laws, there's a, there are benefits uh, for former veterans and in a lot of cases for the spouses of veterans. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it's something that in the planning, needs to be taken into consideration. If you're a veteran or if your spouse was a veteran, that is something we need to talk about and we need to look at and the uh, because there are ways to get additional income mm. uh, from the Veterans Administration and uh, additional assistance from the Veterans Administration. And so if somebody's talking to you about it, you help them talk to the Veterans Administration, yeah. help them fill out information, uh, 
figure it, out the whole process? Well, uh, let me say this, and I, the, primarily I've dealt with the local uh, Corinth, uh, Alcorn County local veterans uh, administration. That's in the courthouse, it's, right? It's in the courthouse here in Corinth, and mm-hmm. I have found them in the past to be extremely helpful. Right. Uh, and uh, they they do try to limit uh, attorneys. I think maybe they don't <laughs> want the attorneys to be as intimately involved, and that's fine with me uh, sure. uh, because I have found that they do a great job. And if they do a great job, there's no reason for me to interfere yeah. with that. You yeah. know, yeah. but they need to know the benefits are there, and it we need to take it into consideration in their planning. Why, of course, why, of course. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of the reasons that all those benefits are there, uh, not just to take advantage of, but also say thank you to people for their service. Uh, there, no question about it. And, you know, I understand from many people that the by far one of the nicest nursing homes anywhere in our geographical area is in Oxford. And yeah, it's the yeah, VA yeah. home in Oxford. I mm-hmm. understand it is a fabulous facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are five or six of those in the, in the state. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it shouldn't be any other way. That's why. <laughs> Somebody put themselves in harm's way for me. That, that's exactly <laughs> I, right. I, I want to say thank you to them. Now, here's a subject that, you know, I really wish we didn't have to broach, but many people in this part of the world, many people in America these days, um, need to think about issues related to drug abuse alcohol abuse, uh, people who can't manage money. Um, can we discuss that just a second and how you approach it with with your planning with people? Sure. Uh, you know, if you, you have uh, parents that have a special needs child or they have a, uh, a, a child, unfortunately, that has a, a, an abuse problem with <laughs> alcohol or drugs mm-hmm. uh, or, or even sometimes other addictions like gambling or whatever, mm. um, and uh, you know that they, these people cannot, for one reason or another, cannot receive money directly. Mm. Um, and so that's where trusts come in. That's, okay. that's where we, uh, we try to supervise uh, uh, trust. I, I, I frequently advise people not to try to control too much beyond the grave. <laughs> Uh, from the grave, Bubba. but yeah. but but uh, you're but, not talking to me. But we still we still do need to uh, we 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 definitely need to be sure that the, those that really can't manage those situations that they're protected in some way. You find sometimes there's a little bit of a prejudice against the word trust. I mean, maybe a lot of us have this 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 mental image that only rich people have trust. Yeah, probably that is part of it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, people can understand there's an artificial person it's called a corporation mm-hmm. or a limited liability company mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. but they have a hard time wrapping their head around the concept of a trust, which is just an artificial person to to take care of certain mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bubba, sometimes maybe we are a, a little over uh, oversimplifying in our def- definitions to people, but we just we, we tell them sometimes that a trust is basically a separate account with rules on it. <laughs> well, that, yeah. that, that's that's true. And, and yeah. of course, they're probably twenty to thirty different types of trusts. Right. So you know, they have all kind of different uh, rules and regulations. So, but some of them are very, very simple. Mm-hmm. And the and some of the very simple ones are the ones that people need to take care of, say, a special needs sure. child. Right. 
All right, so let's say, you know, Bubba walks in, he brings his mother into your office, and they're talking, and they work through questions about Homestead and transferring to him and whether we can trust him and his <laughs> wife, and is he good with money, and does he have an addiction, and all that stuff, and then you, you suggest a trust. Um, is that kind of the process that we work through? That's that's exactly right. It may be that a trust is the very best vehicle uh, to, for what we. All right. Do. So if if we're thinking about a trust, would his mom directly move things to a trust, or would she move it to him and he had put it? In tr- talk about the mechanics there okay. for a second. We've we've got a lot of flexibility if we're planning ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now one thing: if we're preparing for Medicaid, we're probably never going to put money or any property into a trust in that her name okay uh, because if uh, if she uh, has control in any way of the trust it's considered her property so if you if she gives it directly she's considered the grantor and she would have some control right if she put it in the trust and she can supervise it or make decisions about disbursements we got a problem all it's right so how do you get around that uh we can gift property to Bubba, mm-hmm. and then Bubba can establish the trust himself. Ah. As long as I'm responsible enough to establish the trust, right? <laughs> there, therein lies the rub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you ever have a situation where you got to find somebody what? that is responsible, that can do this and understand it? And You do. Uh, that's not unusual mm-hmm. that you have to, you know... Um, Hopefully, uh, when you've got several children, you mm. find one that you can rely on, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and sometimes you do all this document signing at, at the same time, right? Or in the same meeting? Yeah, we do. Uh, you, you, try to, you try to be sure that your full intent is carried out. So you're going to move it from uh, Grandma's name to Bubba's name, and the Bubba's going to create the... Labus Family Trust or whatever for the benefit. He's going to create a trust, and, of course, uh, we're doing this in cooperation. We want to be sure that Mama's wishes or Grandmama's wishes are carried out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the, the trust, but the trust will always be there for her benefit mm-hmm. uh, until she's no longer in need. And as you said and Bubba said, we're creating an artificial person or account here yeah. um, for her benefit. So mechanically, if money needs to come out for her benefit, who gets notified, who requests the funds, who's in charge of that, how does that work? That's wide open. I have, I have actually seen uh, people where they would set it up and let mom have a, a checkbook on the trust account. Oh. Uh, but I, I think that's a little bit of an in-your-face <laughs> type approach. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would tend to recommend that uh, we... Um, get uh, move funds as needed okay mom mom or grandmom have a a small account and then if there's ever a need for funds to go in there just have bubba move them all right so in this this situation mom would say hey we're keeping an account for me that has less than four thousand dollars somewhere that i could write some checks on or that we could be monitoring but if we have issues over and above that I call you, Bubba, and you move a thousand bucks over or ten thousand. What where the number is? Bubba, my car. I need a new car. Mm-hmm. Bubba and Bubba just goes and buys her a new car. Right. You, you obviously need to trust your trustee, Ooh. right? But the if you other can't as- trust a trustee. Who yeah. can you do? The other aspect that I see to this is also protecting uh, an elderly parent that may be beginning to lose their mind a little bit mm-hmm. and would be willing to write a check to that wayward nephew mm-hmm. 
uh, for ten thousand dollars because mm-hmm. they came in with a big sob story, mm-hmm. right? And I and I've seen that oh, quite we a see bit. It too much. Yeah, it it happens every mm-hmm. day, uh, and that you're perfect. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right, Some and so you may not be doing this planning just for Medicaid or just for long-term care. You may be doing it for practical uh, preservation yeah. of the assets. That's mm-hmm. correct. That's correct. And, and, and by setting up a trust, you're creating a fiduciary relationship. So, so you have some responsibility sure. not, on to, mm-hmm. not only to mama or grandmama, mm-hmm. you have it to other people, right. siblings, maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, have less than a couple minutes here on the show. So, Phil, uh, we want to do a commercial, uh, do the commercial for our seminar that we're going to do at the Northeast Mississippi Community College Extension over on Harper Road. We're going to do that on the 11th of February at 5.30 until 7. Uh, you'll make a presentation, and then we'll take a little bit of a break, allow people to ask some questions and answers, and then I'll do a presentation We'll we'll con- and try to get people out of there but not have them all sitting for the entire one and a half hours. Remember, it's free. Absolutely. And there will be some refreshments. There will be some refreshments. You know, it, it, we learned that in church, didn't we, Bubba? Yeah. <laughs> they, they come more easily yeah. if you feed them. If you feed them, they will come. <laughs> yeah, and we want to feed you not just a little bit of physical sustenance, but maybe you'll learn something. Hope, uh, because that's why we're doing this, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, we want to do this to try to help you and your family and make it uh, simpler. Uh, and maybe a little uh, more seamless and maybe preserve some some control and some assets and a lot of other benefits out of it. So thanks for being with us, Phil. Hey, thank you for having me. All right, we'll do it again right here on the Advisors Roundtable, Supertalk discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.